Hey, hey, what's good today? It's your boy, Coach Lee. I, we, I appreciate everybody joining in for our Sunday show or the fantasy football feedbacks and things of that nature. But you know your boy can't do it without do it all by himself. So with that being said, I got to bring in my partner in crime as always, the man with the master plan, the number one guy as far as his expectations on fantasy football, that man. Uncle Leroy, what's going dang, on, dang, baby? Dang, dang, dang. <laughs> hey, man, look, I am pumped up that you're doing Uncle Leroy. Don't say the Leroy without the junior. And we kicking it on this Sunday on the Fantasy Football Insight Live show. But, man, can't talk about today without talking about yesterday. And yesterday was going down as we were getting ready for our um, Fantasy Football draft party. Man, that was a lot of fun, man. Hey, Facts. You didn't man. have a chance to tune in last night on a test run you missed out on it it's gonna be what that is hey for real man like we definitely trying to uh just not you know start the new way not just start it but lead it you know what i'm saying like we always been a step ahead in this fantasy football business so you know we gonna give y'all a little audio a little what we would you know what i'm saying what we were doing so right. shout out to go dj J. Weaver. <laughs> Again, rest in peace to the homies. DJ Jair, man. He's a definition. A definition, DJ. Come on. Oh, yeah, I pay homage to everybody, you heard me? This is. Hey man, look, look, hey, I, that's, that's enough right there. You know, I can't give, uh, you know, I can't give out. Hey, 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 can't give it all out today, man. It's too early for that, man. You know what I'm saying? Too early for that. But uh, too early look, for y'all want more of that? Look, y'all want more of that? Tune in with us next Sunday on the sixth. You know, that's when it's going down. It's our fantasy all football. day Sunday. Draft. All yes, day, sir. man. Yes, sir. We're going to have a virtual draft party. So, you know, if you're a VIP member, if you're a member of one of our fantasy football leagues, you can uh, definitely tune in. You will be emailed. That's why we're going from the uh, website. You will be emailed the Zoom information. Hey, shout out to Big Leaguer right here. You know what I'm saying? The big bro, Debo. You know what I'm saying, Derek? So uh, you're going to see him. That's team your boy and him. You, you were laughing. You remember you asked what, who that team name was? Right, right. That guy. Already. So, uh, man, it's going down the big league. Thanks for uh, always hanging out with us. So uh, today, man, we got some good topics. We're talking about uh, draft expectations, you know, uh, quarterback, top five quarterbacks. And me personally, I love a good tight end QB combo. Hey, that's the bread and butter of it. You want to capitalize on your points? You got to nail that QB. Definitely got to have that tight end aspect because, you know, you got a number one, might get doubled up, might be low production day. And tight end is usually going to be manned up. So that's where you can make your money. And tight ends, are, uh, you know, one good thing with a tight end, they become big in the red zone. They're a big yes. red zone target. So, yes. you know, I'm big on <laughs> touchdowns. You know what I'm saying? So, hey. uh, <laughs> <laughs> the PPR is nice, but I need to have them TDSs. <laughs> right. Exactly. 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 You know what I'm saying? So, um, so we're going to get this start. Like, you know, last week we got with the uh, draft expectations, uh, you know, so I guess we're going to, we can ask that again today. What's, what's your draft expectation? My draft expectation, just, you know, have some fun, um, make it a event to where people are talking about it. And as we roll around and we continue this growth, man, that it's a, it's a must attend. It's going to become an annual event for us. That's what I want it to be. Right, exactly, exactly. You know, and hey, that's where we headed, and you know, and stuff like this is definitely gonna, um, you know, makes us confident that we're gonna get there. So, with that, what was your worst fantasy football draft experience? My outside worst? of talk. yes, hopefully it's outside of <clears throat> talk for friends. Oh, I can tell you that one right now, man. It's Damn, still, yeah, yeah, that, <laughs> it, it wait, still pisses me off to this day. So, so stay with me, man. So. This is one league. I ain't going to call nobody out. 
because some of them are in a group. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, it is what it is, man. So, you that got my thing that I mean, it was this league that I've been part of back since I worked at Circuit City, man. So, that's how long ago I've been in this league. Bro, that's like service back with service merchandise days, but okay. Heck yeah, way back then. <laughs> so long story short, you know, there was a situation where you know my my personal phone wasn't working. That's the only number they had. Last minute stuff, no anticipation for the build up to the uh draft. I'm changing, I'm thinking, you know, maybe it's gonna be next week. I ain't heard nothing about this week. I went in the group message on, on Yahoo, no response about When's the draft? Simple question. When's the draft? Nobody responded. I'm thinking maybe mm. you're gonna let us know. I proceed to go change my oil in my car. I'm a hot sunny young uh, Sunday. Change my oil. Next thing I know, I'm taking the oil, you know, back up there to dump it off. And my boy from high uh, from high school hit me up and said, Hey man, where you at? I'm like, what are you talking about? Right. I'm headed to the draft. I'm like, what draft? He oh. said the draft tonight. I'm like, I ain't know nothing about no draft. And he said, something so say hit me up now. I said, he ain't hit me up. I said, what number did he hit me on? He right. said, on your on your personal. I said, I told that dude in the group chat to hit me on my business line or in here because that phone is on the blink. Long story short, again, I hang over him. I get the phone call back from the actual commissioner. Hey, man, mm -hmm. where you at? I'm like, changing oil, dog. I'm got oil out on me. I smell right. like you know what. So <laughs> I ain't in a quick position to be coming to no restaurant to do no live draft. Right, it was in person. That, that's the other <laughs> element of it. And like, oh, wow. line, like, like just log in, get on. Wow. I've only been one of those. Well, I, I did that over the phone, and it was yeah, it was a lot. It was a yes. Lot. So, dude was like, So, you ain't gonna make it? I'm like, Nah, dog, it's last minute. No drafts, it was starting like in 10 15 minutes. Like, I ain't gonna be there in time. So, he gave a phone back to my boy, but I hear him in the background doing this. And he's like, well, We can still draft for you. I'm like, Draft for him. I said, We got money on this, right? He's like, Yeah, I'm like, I'm not. If I ain't picking my team, right, I ain't doing it. So, and uh, needless to say, dude pretty much kicked me out the league, unfriended me on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> man, so, this too, I didn't know store the soap I was running on the weekends, man. I said, I didn't know, man. Keep carry on. But what's funny about that is about two weeks ago, I get this message. We're not gonna have the draft this year. We went to the next show. Look forward to seeing everybody. I'm like, I don't recognize uh -huh. any of these phone numbers on here. <laughs> but yeah. I guess it's from an old chat that I was included on. Man, get <laughs> out of my box with that, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so uh, shout out to our big leaguer, uh, Debo Derek Anderson. He says, uh, two years ago for me when I finished in last place. I remember that. That's never fun. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, especially not in our league because in the big league, if you fall in, because it's all our leagues are 14 uh team uh league. So in the big league, if you either in 13th or 14th place, you is kicked out. You is kicked out. So versus home, baby. Welcome back to the big leagues. You know, and people that's uh tuning in and listen, don't come in last place because you will <laughs> we kicked back down to our, uh, you know, to our junior league. So that's why yeah. we got multiple leagues. It's, uh, you know, all on skill set. And once you're on that big stage in the big league, hey, it's a big stage. The heat is on. Everything. So that's why I like talking noise and, you know, all the camaraderie. And because uh, that big league is a big league. It's a beast. Now, for me, my worst uh, fantasy football draft experience, now I got to think back. Way back. For like better right. To last freaking year where goddamn Yahoo server decided to crash. That was the worst experience for me as a as a commissioner because I couldn't even I couldn't even use the urinal. I couldn't even order my, my drink me uh without text messages. Oh, I can't I ain't draft my team. Oh, I want a redraft. Oh, I want this, I want that. I'm like, I just want you to just shut up. I just want the lead to just go on. So it wasn't because of what we did. It was because right. of Yahoo, you know, which is crazy. You know, and shout out to um, you know, everyone that's a commissioner who knows the struggle. And you know what I'm saying? You got to do damage control because I'm telling you, we weren't much on the road back. I'm um at the gas station on the phone with a guy. Yeah, man, how that's all jacked up is. I said, bro, I had nothing to do with that. 
you know, that's Yahoo's fault. Blame them. Call them. Send an email. I sent an email too. You know what I'm saying? But what we ain't gonna do is go back. So you know what I'm saying? It's a big league. You know, we uh, just like coaches in the NFL, coaches abroad. When you have adversity, you work through them. Period. You're a coach. Coach a team. Big league. No excuses. Let's get it done. Yeah, and that adversity, like you say, man. Exactly. That's the expectations of the big leagues, and that's the expectation of all um, sports talk with friends. You know, fantasy football leagues, because this is not to cookie cutter league. If you want, though, we don't even entertain those type of complaints in our free league. That's a development league because, you know what I'm saying? Well, you can't go to Roger Goodell talking about, hey, man, so, you know, my online, you know, my internet wasn't right. I couldn't draft the right person. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, whenever y'all have those concerns, look, this is the look. So, hey, man. Prep. You should have prepped exactly. for auto draft just in case. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And that's the big leaguers mentality. And that's what we go off. That's our mantra because, you know, it's big leagues. You know what I'm saying? Is, you know, um, see the do it. That's it. There is no other. But, you know, in the big league, the biggest change is it's a two quarterback league. So it's very competitive, very challenging. So this is your first year in the big league, man. Hopefully you're ready. Hopefully. 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 Hmm. <sighs> I'm checking your hey, I'm checking your picks out on the show. So if your picks not adding up, I'm already you know I'm, I'm look, you think I'm uh reading show notes. I'm like, mm, he didn't okay, he like uh tight ends. I'm taking notes on you, player. <laughs> well, man. Inside of trade, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. So uh we're just gonna hop right in with uh top five quarterbacks. Yes, sir. All right, so just the money going- category. Hey, exactly, exactly. So I'm going to say, ask you this question. So what do you feel is your, the top five and the top one fantasy uh, football quarterback this year? Well, well, I think the top five. The first one? No, just the first one and the last one. Ooh, you can't go wrong. In your perspective. In my perspective? Mm Mm-hmm. I think Lamar is going to have a big year. I know a lot of people might say Patty Mahomes, but uh, I think – I think Lamar, because he gives that, not only has his passing improved, but he got them legs, man. He still get you those rushing yards, dual threat. That is true. That is true. So, hey, shout out to you, Debo. Uh, yeah, we, we've changed it because one thing uh, the data shows is that, you know, um, all our, you know, especially with the big leagues, I want interaction. You know, it's not like, you know, because it's this whole group, everything is all for interaction and networking. So it's like why you have a team. And, you know, I have a team because we have a team and we're all the same league and we never interact with each other. So with having two quarterbacks, you know, that challenges that now you have to interact with this person because you're going to have to trade. So, you know, you're going to have to figure something out. So you're going to have to communicate to this person. And that's one thing that the data shown over the past two years when we started this. And what's funny, what it has shown that the same people that were sucking Prior to us having two uh, quarterbacks, still sucking with us having two quarterbacks. It's the craziest thing. <laughs> but, yeah, definitely interesting. So, uh, Patrick Mahomes and uh, Dangerous. Okay. Russell Wilson. All right. Hey, and Russ, I trust, man. I know you ain't never supposed to have no uh, second team, which I don't. But Russell is Russell is my favorite player in the league, man. Oh, you had to put that out there, huh? So, yeah. which I don't. Yeah. Might as well tell who you team me, which I know. We already know. Hey, it's only one team. I don't care about my other 31 teams. It's only one. The one with that star on their helmet. That star. Shut the front door. <laughs> Shut the front. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, it was crazy because, uh, Debo, because last year uh, our big league champ, he won the um, he won a, he won a championship with Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, which is Crazy, Ooh, dominating. How did, now, how did that happen? <laughs> Imagine us. <laughs> we were targeting his team. We were trying to get it out. Like, like it, you know, when um, I think what one of them had a few missed games, Patrick Mahomes. You know, so we were trying to get him. He had no other quarterback. He had no other team but that guy, and he was killing us like by a hundred. That is crazy. So, um, so who's your other guy? So you got. Lamar Jackson, because of his dual threat capability. Mm-hmm. So who's the uh, number five? Number I guess he's five, the top one. Lamar would be my top one. My number five, yeah. I would probably say, um, I'd probably say Kyler. You know, he got 
he got um got the he got the wide receiving core, the, the never aging Fitzgerald out there. Uh, you know, he got my man from Houston. So, hey, second year in the system. You know, I mean, as far as being in the league, so the confidence is there. And they probably going to run about 100 plays a game. He's going to have a lot of picks, but he's going to have a lot of opportunities, you know, to throw you know, for yards, um, for receptions, um, and, and touchdowns. We have a lot of opportunity for that. Oh, that is true. And, you know, and they're thinking they got big things planned for them as well. You know, so they got big plan. That's why they brought in some uh, some receiving help for them. Okay, so uh, Debo, he says his number five is Breeze. Man, uh, we're going to have to get you on to explain that. Or if you can, you know, let us know why you think uh, maybe your top two reasons why you think Drew Breeze is number five. Wow. All right. So first we got here. Uh, huh? Who's your top five? I don't say that for another show. You know, but today right. we're just going to stick to the facts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so Breeze, uh, Breeze, 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 and Breeze. <laughs> Talking like you know me. Exactly. Exactly. Yes, I am a homer. You know what I'm saying? Yes. yes, I rock with the Saints. So, um, number one, you know, y'all can be going. Let's start with, uh, let's see, my internet can, well, my internet's going to catch up. It's this uh, website. So, uh, US Day to Day, get y'all service together. So, here. <laughs> Going into the um, 2020 NFL season, number one is, of course, Patrick Mahomes. So his projected draft round is third. Average draft position is 27. So the best spot for drafting Patrick Mahomes is 24th, and the worst spot is 34th. So the number one draft pick for quarterbacks is Patrick Mahomes. What do you think about that? I can see that. You know, Super Bowl um... – Winning quarterback now, confidence continues to grow. Um, you no, know, he's what third year full time in that offense, so he's gonna know it more and more each year. So he's just adding on to the you know, to the play capabilities, and he got he got the big Warriors as his head coach. So you know he's gonna have that kid ready. You no, know, he's gonna be balling, man. Wait, did you just call that man the big Warriors? The big Warriors, man. Everybody know who the big Warriors is. I know him as Cheeseburger. I'm like, I'm like, big walrus. Who is that? You talking about cheeseburger, cheeseburger? <laughs> so, uh, you know, Debo, he definitely chimed back in. I'm just saying, Bree's production had it diminished. His numbers don't lie. Good point. I like that. Okay. Just his red zone touchdown percentage is diminished. He's uh not that good in red zone, but you know, he's definitely a leader and can definitely drive the ball. So. He's always, you know, top five, top four, top three, top two, and top one in mine. So, you know, I'm with you. So, um, next um, we got – oh, all right. So, I'm actually just back on Patrick Mahomes. Do you think it's his ability or is it the coaching ability that's giving him this league dominance? Because to oh. me, you know, like – I really didn't start buying into uh, Patrick Mahomes until I started seeing him making these throws on a run. Like, he just makes it so effortless. He just runs, he throws, and he just quick with have a very quick release. So, you know, that's impressive going forward with his ability to, you know, run with the ball. But I've seen this similar, I've seen this similar flashes of greatness when um, Alex Smith was back there, his last year, in that same system in uh, – you know, that fast-paced offense in Andy Reid's system. So what do you think? You said you think it's both or one or the other? I think it's both because, obviously, Andy Reid, he's shown the, the capacity to develop quarterbacks over his career all the way back to his San Francisco days. But you still got to have a, a person who's actually, you know, in that driver's seat, so, um, so to speak, that can run the plays off. So it's going to take an understanding of what the uh, coach is wanting and the coaches need to have the understanding – of the capabilities of the quarterback themselves. Agree, agree. And, you know, it's funny because this feels similar to a um, Tom Brady, you know, Bill Belichick type situation because some saying it's Bill Belichick who's making this system, making this great, you know, this great vehicle of, of up in New England. And same can be said here in Kansas City. That's so, uh, facts. That's facts. You, me? you know, so uh, we got here. Um, so, Debo, I'm expecting – Whoa, Rodgers to drop off a bit? Hey, man. I'm sorry. I even uh, shared that on the stream because uh, Rob, gonna, he going he gonna to come in on that one because he's a big uh, Robert Johnson. So he's a big 
Shout out to you, Rob uh, Gung Ho, you know, uh, trucking. So he's out there on the road, but he's a big um, Green Bay Packers fan. Okay. Okay. So uh, Breeze not good in the red zone. I beg to differ. Hey, man. We quick to run that uh, Willy Wonka footage. We got footage of Drew Brees. Uh, <laughs> the blocker <laughs> in the red zone. We, we can put it on quickly. But uh, so, all right, so our number two spot. So number two, USA Today has Lamar Jackson. Projected round number three, average draft position is 32. Best spot to draft Lamar Jackson is 26. And the worst spot is 37. So... This here should definitely be a good one because some can say the Madden curse, brother. You believe in it? You know? Huh? Uh, hey, I'm just saying. <laughs> the last the last Madden curse didn't turn someone crazy. So, I mean, I'm really nervous right now. I mean, in last year, <laughs> you know, last year was pretty good, you know, but it had an up and down with Patrick Mahomes. But so what do you think um, about – Lamar Jackson. I think he got the tools there this year. You know, they um, they added two promising rookie receivers. Um, the tight end, you know, he's he's respected, so he's got weapons there. Um, second, no, second full time year as a starter, so he's got. I like his upside, man. And then again, it always goes back to he can throw when he has to, but he's always going to be a threat at that run. And if you're going put one up in the box to account for him, then you're going to leave yourself either up the same, manned up, or over the top because your safety is going to be stuck in the box trying to spot because no linebacker is going to be able to keep up with him. That is true. But, you know, my thing is what concerns <laughs> me, which is always a, a, an issue with running quarterbacks, you know, returning running Andrew. quarterbacks. Yes. Yep. And the coach in his ear trying to say, hey, pull them back from so much running because now they've shown that, Hey, you know what? We, this guy can run. He has the ability to run and make big plays. So they know that teams are, you know, they're developing strategies against the run and against the running quarterback. Right. So now they're going to want him to throw more because they know that they got guys, you know, uh, eyeing the quarterback. So, True you know, and that's what I think is going to be his biggest uh, heel to, you know, biggest challenge is when to run and who to throw to. Because you know they got some, um, they got some good receivers, but they still looking for a true number one. So, true that, true that. so you know, I think that you know, th like how they say Lamar is going to be Lamar's biggest, uh, his biggest downfall and his biggest, you know, um, blessing to say the, you know, say the least if he goes in coming into this year because people got tape on. Him. You know what I'm saying? He's not that big phenom freak anymore. Like they got tape on, him. they got footage. They, you know, what I'm saying yeah. like so. Everyone compared him to Michael Vick. You know, Michael Vick was Michael Vick. Michael Vick could throw the ball from end zone to end zone. Now, it may have been coming from a left-handed, you know, side, you know, but it was you know, a little <laughs> more zip, you know what I'm saying? But he had a powerful arm. So how are they going to open the playbook up for Lamar Jackson? Because one thing, watch this. The biggest thing is that they're going to bring everyone up. So – receivers not going to get the ball. You know what I'm saying? So the receiver got, you know, so how they going to pull a big name receiver in knowing they're not going to get, you know, a hundred targets a year, you know, a hundred targets a season. So receiver, so receivers going to be asked to block more. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, why would a receiver want blocks for this guy? So that changes, you know, so that changed the whole thing. So how can he make his team great? Because we've seen they didn't have, you know, not every, all the stars had great uh, stats last year. Right. So, I'm going to take it a scale back, and I'm going to say, you know what I'm saying, I don't think he's a number two. I'm going to say maybe about a number four, number five. Okay. Just because of the system. That's all. Because, you know, the system had to change for him last year for him to be successful. So, you know, the system can't – you know, the system won't just continuously stay like that for him. So, the, you know, the system will have to evolve for other players to be stars. So, I'm, I'm definitely waiting to see how that shows, how that one come up. Okay. All right, all right. So moving on to what we got. Number three, number four, number five, number six. You know who number three is, baby. I do. <laughs> yes. And to our viewers, to everyone that was tuning in, you know, so you know, right now, uh, you know, we're we're doing live stream on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and uh on Twitter and Periscope. 
So they can't see what happened. I mean, so they can see what happened. But to our listeners on our podcast, I just clicked off. I just clicked the view and uh, the share screen off because I didn't want to show our number three. <laughs> Don't hate. DCH for L. DC Dallas Cowboys hater for life. This guy. <laughs> so at number three, we got man, um, the guy who couldn't get a long term deal. You see how to throw the hate nut? Dak Prescott. So his uh, projected round is six. Average draft position is 60. That's not so weird. Six and 60. But best uh, best draft spot is 52. Worst spot is 74. So hmm. what do you think? Hey, a lot of potential, man. You know, is Dak accurate? By all means, he is not. He throws better when he's on the run. Um, But with that being said, and it's not just because I'm a cowboy, lifelong cowboy fan. Yes, because your coach has a <laughs> the coach has a, a lot to do with it, man. And I just think at times that Garrett and the coaching staff didn't put him in, you know, in a position to be successful. Now he's got potential to have three thousand yard receivers because you're either going to let Amari go, you know, work you, assuming he shows up. Gallup <laughs> going to get his, and now you got that young guy out there with the number eighty eight on his back. Lamb. Okay. So, got to pick your poison. And we finally got a tight end that can actually run up the seams without getting checked. And it's going to be longer than seven yards. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. But what about this West Coast system that they're uh, implementing? And let's talk about history. You know, you being a Dallas Cowboy fan, you know about history. That's all y'all ever talk about. So... I heard that <laughs> a little soda jab, but continue. <laughs> <laughs> How many thousand y'all receivers y'all had in the past since that? Had- How many thousand y'all receivers has Dak made? We had two last year. Right. Right. Gallup and Amari. Mm-hmm. How long Dak been uh, the starting quarterback? Four years. So out of those four years, he only had two successful years. And the guy that, you know, helped him get a – thousand yard receivers gone now totally new system so now the assumption is that this one guy can get him a, a four thousand you know make four receivers a thousand yard receivers so he still got his offense coordinator there but it's obviously gonna have a heavy influence from the head coach now this is just my opinion yeah i'm listening i'm listening because Dak is not a Dak. he's a better hey. long thrower than people get him credit for it's the intermediate mm-hmm. stuff that gets him in trouble. The guys on the run. That's my only concern with him having that West Coast offense. Now, with that mm-hmm. being said, if he's in the pocket and he's throwing those intermediate routes, that's going to be troublesome. Hopefully with the West Coast, it allow him to move around in the pocket more, throw more on the bootlegs, more on the run, because when he does that, he's more accurate than you know, any other passing ability. So I, I still I believe it. I don't know how much the West Coast is going to be because traditionally the West Coast offense is used to supplement the absence of a running game. They got a running game already. Now we talking. Exactly. Now we talking to the fabric of the system because, yes, I mean, no one's knocking his ability. Yes, we know Dak has that. Yes, we know that. But how does he fit into the system? You know, and that goes back to you got the whether ride from Peter to pay Paul. You got the, you know what I'm saying, like a seesaw. Right. So right. a West Coast offense is pass heavy. And now, so someone's going to be made, you know, obsolete. Is it going to be Zeke? Zeke ain't having it. So that's why I'm like, you know, hey, how is this? You know what I'm saying? That's why it's good, you know, especially on the Fantasy Football Insight Live show. This is what we do. We talk it out because, of course, we can come and say, yeah, uh, Dak is going to have this. But this is a new offense. How right. is, you know, McCarthy going to successfully integrate what he knows best? He doesn't know this new offense that he's walking into. He's learning that. How is he going to add himself into this and still make everyone successful around it? You know, so everyone's saying not to touch the offense because, you know, they were one of the top ranked offense in productions last year. But everyone knows everyone knows a new regime, new rules, new people, new culture, period. So when we're going to see Mike McCarthy. So, I think if they start off like one and three. 
Oh, and four. You're going to see McCarthy fast. <laughs> <laughs> like, I told y'all. <laughs> so, and to me, and that's where I feel with Andy Dalton, you know what I'm saying? Because he's come from a successful, you know, he's ran, you know, uh, West Coast offense. He's made, he's had star running, you know, receivers on there before. He's made multiple, um, he's made multiple uh, receivers, um, thousand yard receivers. He's made a tight end who had the same ability as the guy at, um, you know, in Dallas, successful. So, you know, this is going to be very interesting this year. So I take, you know, I wouldn't take a risk. He's a risk pick to me just because of that fact. There's too many anomalies for him. I think the one thing, and I believe, you know, as far as the intangibles, Dak's off the chart with that. The leadership, the decision-making. But the one thing I like about him in this position this year, and even, you know, realistically, his overall success chances, is Mm -hmm. he's never, other than that that rookie season, but even though he was injured, he's never had a backup that can actually challenge him for the starting position. Will he rise to the occasion? Hopefully he does. If not, he gonna you know Sandman gonna come yank him. <laughs> that is true. Because Andy Dole's not, you know, he's not being quiet about you know, he didn't come to Dallas to be a backup. Right. So and uh that leads us to number three. Uh wait, that was number three to number four. Danger Russ Wilson. So number four, and we Russ got- I trust. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, sir. So at four, we got Russell Wilson. So projected round is six. Average draft position is 64. The best spot to get uh, Russell Wilson is 59. The worst spot is 76. So what do you think about Russell Wilson? Man, I've bought with Russell. I don't know. It's been so long, man. I've Almost every year he's on one of, one of not two of my teams that I play with. No. Because nobody produces more with less than Wilson. Right. No, he really hadn't had a strong running game since Beast Mode been gone. He you know he don't he had had a tight end really on a consistent basis since Jimmy left. Yeah. Um his receivers, they are there, but they stay hurt all of a sudden. You know, and he does more with less, man. I don't know how you can bet against the dude. He's gonna find a way to produce. He's gonna right. He's going to not only win your games, but from a uh, fantasy football perspective, he's going to accumulate those points. Uh, you know, he, he's always going to be the most accurate deep ball passer in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, he makes the good decisions. He's not going to get a lot of turnovers for you. And he's dangerous outside of the pocket <laughs> and on the run. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and for those reasons, that's why, to me, he's like – he's a top three. He's up there with the top three because you can expect at least 50 yards running from him a game. You know, that's expected. You know what I'm saying? And he's going to throw two touchdowns. You know, he's going to throw at least, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, throw the points. It's like, wait, hold on. Hold. And he has the potential to run the uh, touchdown in. And especially with quarterbacks, that's what I really look into, their ability to score touchdowns. You know, so, yes, like the Aaron Rodgers, you know, uh, shout out to my big cousin Teddy. You know, his guy is Aaron Rodgers every year because Aaron Rodgers would throw him four touchdowns. Right. Me. So with Aaron Rodgers, he only has, you know, one one ability to score a touchdown. That's through the air. That's it. That, you know, with Russell Wilson, air is like what? Was it FedEx by air, by by land, by sea? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, shoot. You know, so that's where these guys have more, you know what I'm saying, more fantasy draft appeal to me than like the Aaron Rodgers or the Tom Brady's. Now, when I started seeing Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady start running in touchdowns, I said, oh, you know what I'm saying? They starting to, I guess they starting to understand, understand that fantasy football lives matter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And they wanted that right. extra uh, touchdown because it's all about the ability to score a touchdown. So I like Russell Wilson, maybe at one or two, but a top three, but him being at four, yeah, I ain't buying it. So that leads us to our last one is Kyler Murray, who has big expectations coming up this year. He has a great receiving court. So his projected round is six. Average draft position is 66. Best spot to draft Kyler Murray is 60. Worst spot is 67. So what's your take on uh, Kyler? Um, you know, with Kyler, you know, like I stated earlier, um, 
second year in the league, um, but he's been underneath the uh, head coach before when he was the offense coordinator um, at uh, at AM, you know, where college started at. And I think that that because he recruited this kid, he coached this kid on both levels now, he has a, a understanding. It goes back to what I was talking about with um, Andy Reid and his ability with his QBs. They understand what they can and can't do so that coach can put them in a position to be the most successful. And there was a lot of times, you know, I would tune in, even though there used to be like the late game and kind of an afterthought game, I, I would tune in and, and watch them play last year, and I saw a lot of potential with them as far as producing points, man. No, right. he he's not afraid to sling it. He, you know, he's like a a, a three point shooter or a cornerback in the NFL. Got amnesia. You have a bad <laughs> play. You have that bad play. You're just gonna you know in a moment. You're gonna be like, dang, I could have did this and that. Then after that, it's over and done with. On to the next play. So he's got that mentality to whereas you know he's gonna keep coming at you. He don't care how many picks he's gonna throw. He's gonna keep throwing that. at you, and he's gonna put that pressure on you though down the field. He's not but, afraid to sling the ball. And in fantasy football, I'm I would be concerned about that because interceptions take, you know, minus two points. And he throws a lot of missing, you know, interceptions, a lot of uh have accuracy problems. So I'm gathering maybe that's why they try to bolster the uh receiving core to get people that can catch the ball. That's not just moderators. Yeah. Right, exactly. Exactly. So uh yeah, I definitely like Tyler Murray. So I would definitely, you know, at the five spot, you know, but with upside because he has the ability to run the ball in and throw it. So, and he got a, you know, got a good run game. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, he got a good run, running game, running back, um, tight end. Drake, and receiving Drake is there, right? Yes. King on Drake? Okay. Yes, okay. sir. Yes, sir. So, so if you think, if you go back, if you've been playing full fantasy football, you know, a long time like most of us have, Two of probably the most celebrated fantasy football quarterbacks ever, Brett Favre, Tony Romo. <laughs> they had a lot of upside. They're gonna get you a lot, of, but they're gonna throw some picks because they have you no know, the gunslingers. Right. So yeah, you might have this pick here, or you might have two picks, but it might throw you four touchdowns. <laughs> that is true. That is true. That is true. So you know, it's kind of the sink or swim with that. You no. Know, Will he be my top choice as a quarterback? You no. Know, if everybody else is gone, then yeah. But in right. you no know, in a two quarterback league, I would definitely consider him for that second quarterback position. Agree, agree, agree. So before we wrap things up on this top five uh, QB, um, had to just touch on number six, Deshaun Watkins, which is the craziest thing to me. So what are your thoughts on that? Because they have no stars. I you know what I'm saying? And some, yeah. and, but some, what was, you know, some make the comparison yeah. of the Deshaun Watson uh, situation to Matt Stafford because once Megatron left, you know, yeah. Yeah. you know, numbers, you know, and people started stepping up. So contrary to belief, there's big um, expectations in Houston, which is the craziest thing to me. So what do you think about that? First of all, shame on Houston and their <laughs> personnel staff, man. They did not set this kid up for success. Um, <laughs> You know, the the Stafford comparison, that's dead on. <laughs> you know, these guys have a lot of upside. They have a lot of potential. They showed it in college. They showed it in, early on in the career. But then these front offices get, you know, cute and slick, and they start pulling tatter from around. At the end of the day, I don't care who you are. You have to have <laughs> either some form of, of talent in positions or some form of talent in the coaching staff. Houston ain't got neither. Bruh. <laughs> hey, O'Brien, I don't – why would you do that and you probably coaching your last year in age, man? Why would you take Hopkins out of that scenario? All because your personalities didn't match? At mm -hmm. the end of the day, business is business. You got to take the personal yeah. stuff out of it. And if you allow a player to overtake your locker room like that, shame on you. So right. Watson at six – I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm surprised he's there wow. because what does he have? He has a suspect offensive line. He's got a mm -hmm. suspect running game. He <laughs> has no number one receiver. Right. So for him to even be there, that, that says a lot about his, his skill set and his potential. I just hope they don't ruin this dude's career, man, by steady surrounding him with bullcorn. 
Facts. Hey, shout out to your sis. Uh, she's hanging out with us as always. Uh, that's my sis, your wifey. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, <laughs> she's joining the watch party. We see you. We see you. But uh, yeah, man, that wraps up uh, our top five. That's all I got. What you got? Man, I'm going to dive in a little bit on the other side. So, Woo! you know, there's a little thing that I like to call the double dip strategy. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> and what I mean by the double dip strategy, we just talked about the money makers of fantasy football, you know, the quarterbacks. But to me, when I think of the double dip, I automatically think of who's your tight end. Because a lot of times he may be the number one receiver. Or a lot of times, it's going to be the red zone threat. Mm -hmm. So, to me, why not capitalize on that quarterback throwing that touchdown to that tight end and you're getting double the points? You can put away somebody and you can crush their morale yes. if, you got, if you got the right combination. I love that. Like, I, I love hearing that. They'd be like, man, I was up. And then, boom, like, yeah. Like, it, it, it just drains them. I'd be like, yeah. You know, so, <laughs> I'm with it. I am with it. So that's a good segue for a top five tight end. Now, oh. I ain't got the pretty graphics like you got. You know, obviously, you know, we're going to hit these high points. But if you had to rank the top five tight ends, who will be your number one and who will be your number five? Whew. All right. So that's um, going to be pretty hard because, you know, like I like to show that, you know, especially in the big league, I like to I don't like big names. I like to show that uh, I did my homework. So, you know, I've all one, I'm gonna give you this strategy of mine. So one thing uh, it is um, running quarterbacks always take their, uh, the receipt, you know, their tight end and new quarterbacks always take their receivers. Safety so, blanket. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So just let y'all know any of the, all these new quarterbacks. Yeah. They're on my radar, but top five, top five, the number one always got to go to Wentz. And, you know, Wentz combo to Ertz. You know, Ertz, I think he just got a, a big contract. Well, he's scheduled to get a contract because he's seeing all these other guys that's, you know, they're cashing out. So right. Ertz has always been, you know, he has um, run after the catchability. And he's always right. there for touchdowns. You know, and everyone knows Wentz is going to throw the ball because I think, you know, he's injury prone and he's afraid to, you know, sit back there that long. So he's always going to look for the check down. He's always going to look for that guy. That was nice. Injury prone. That dude, that just hurt. <laughs> hey, yeah, you know, that's for the Philly fans out there. I love Philly. You know what I'm saying? I just hate Dallas Cowboys. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to just stir that pot. <laughs> you, you might as well go on and have him dress up like the mummy and put him on the field. That dude stay hurt. <laughs> Facts. Facts. So, and, and because of that point, new quarterback comes in. Who you think he's looking to? That's true. Tied in. So always uh, Ertz is – if Ertz is healthy, I'm always picking Ertz. That's always my uh, number one. And so that's that one. So who else are you going to think I go to? We look for a running quarterback. Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews. He's going to cash out. Touchdown monster. He's uh, big in stature, very tall. He can catch the ball, great hands. And he also has run after the uh, catchability. So to me, those two guys. Man, that's – I can I can see that I can see that they are definitely in my top five. Mm. Now, with that being said, my number one. Uh -oh. and there's been some times I've taken him before, like if, if it's a situation where there's a run on wide receivers, mm -hmm. and there's some suspect wide receivers left. It's not the top tier. Mm -hmm. My fallback is always going to be be Travis Kelsey. Because <laughs> mm. for me, he's just an extension of a wide receiver. Now, you got to think, you know, obviously he got a fat contract this year. That he's a little bit older. He's 30, but he's had four consecutive thousand-yard seasons as a tight end in this okay. day and age. So last year he had 97 catches, about 1,230 yards. He only had five touchdowns, but I think he's I'm sorry, wait, 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 how many touchdowns? He only had five. Carry he on. only had five. But if you're in, you know, if it's a PPR league for those that play those out there, 97 catches as, as a tight end, he's their number one option as far as receiving yards. So he's going to be my number one because he's he's put up numbers for me over the years. Especially mm -hmm. if I get lucky and I get him a Mahomes, man, you're talking about putting somebody away fast. 
<laughs> facts, facts. You know, Travis to me would be trade bait. Like, you know, he's a big name, and that's what I do with big name people. Like, if I draft a big name player, I want them to have, you know, a big game, first two games, and then psh, I want your whole team after that. That's big leader talk. You know what I'm saying? Like, Travis right. Kelsey, he's not appealing to me. You know what I'm saying? He's just a big name because at the end of the day, you know, how many touchdowns has he done? No, you know, five touchdowns? That's nothing. I can stream a tight end to have similar production. So, yeah, I ain't big on Kelsey at, at the number one spot. Okay. Number two, I have George Kittle for San Fran. Okay. Now, in my opinion, he is the best tight end in the NFL right now. Agreed. In big games, he shows. You know. Yep. He, Wait, hold on. Wait, no, 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 no. Cut the crap. Cut the crap. Cut the crap. Hold on, a young fella. You know what I'm saying? Hold on, young fella. <laughs> but yes, in big plays, he does show up and me being a Saints fan. You know, I, I felt I that in my soul. Hey, hey, you're stepping on my cones now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's you know he's a but big play player. So yeah, I agree. He is. Now he's a number one choice in San Fran for us. You know the receiver. I was mm -hmm. you no, know, just like Kelsey. But you know the whole perception of him being you know who he is. Just to put it in perspective, last year he had eighty five catches, just over a thousand yards and five touchdowns. Mm -hmm. I thought he would have had a lot more than that, but that seems to be the norm for the tight end. But I think the tight ends are capitalizing on, you know, total catches, yards. They get the occasional touchdowns for you. But I think in order to have a successful chance to win week in and week out, you have to get some type of production in some mean or manner from your tight end spot. Agreed. Agreed. And it's got to right be now. consistent. Because a running back, it can be up and down, depending on who you're facing. Mm -hmm. so it's, you know, same thing with the quarterback, you know. Unless you got a, a, a Tom Brady or Drew Brees or Aaron mm -hmm. Rodgers, they're going to put up, you know, or, or, so four right? Four or five they're going to put them up. So you need to have another means to capitalize on that. And the mm -hmm. tight end helps fill that gap. Right. Because, you know, to me, a good tight end, number one tight end, will get me about 15 points. That's what I'm looking You know, double digit points. That's very Ten, good. That's a very good right. Sunday. <laughs> exactly. Right. That's what I'm saying. 10, 10 to 15 points. So, you know, and to me, George Kittle gets that because, uh, you know, they look toward them. And especially right now in this system where there's no number one receiver. Thanks, San Francisco. My Saints appreciate y'all for uh, Emmanuel Sanders. He will have the best season he's had. Thank y'all. And um, so George Kittle is their only option. You know what I'm saying? Like everyone's saying these other guys, Debo, all these other guys, hey, yeah, hey, yeah, that's cute and fine. But they were playing the Robin to Emmanuel Sanders' Batman last year. They didn't feel this heat. You know what I'm saying? Everyone, you know, it was Emmanuel Sanders. He was the number one. He was the main focus. So these guys were able to come, you know, under, under the radar. Now they're there. Now they're getting these number ones. So, yes, they got talent. But when these big plays come, who are they going to throw? Are they going to make the play? I don't believe so. I believe George Kittle can be, and I think he is the number one uh, tight end. Okay. I can definitely feel that. Now, the third one was a surprise kind of for me, but then I thought about it like, no, because he balled out last year. Mm -hmm. And that is Darren Waller for the Las Vegas Raiders. Hey, I've been there, man. <laughs> that stadium is crazy. It is it's, it's like wonderful. What they call it, the Death Star? I think they yes, yes, that's what it looks like. Yes, but it's uh, what, Legion Stadium, uh, Legion, something like that. Mm -hmm. Okay, but so pretty it goes back to what you said earlier. Now I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw a monkey wrench in your analysis. Hey, <laughs> you said, you know, what were the two reasons that you said that um, as far as going with a tight end, if you got a uh, a quarterback a in a new system mm -hmm. or a new quarterback or a running back, a running quarterback. Okay, so a running quarterback. A quarterback that's new in the uh, new no a new quarterback. Mm -hmm. Let's throw a third one in there for you. Your quarterback is inconsistent and borderline trash. <laughs> I was waiting for that. I was ready. See, there is a category for that. That is called the Derek Carr. Yes. You know what I'm saying? That's that, that one thing. He just can't get it together. It's like that dude is so Jekyll and Hyde, man. <laughs> one week he looked like a world beater. And the next way he looked like a wife beat a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so 
you never know what you're going to get from that guy. But with that being said, if you got a good, solid tight end, borderline great tight end, they're going to be that consistent that you need. If it gets hard and you can't make the right reads, you're going to look over the middle because he's right oh, yeah. in your window. You're going <laughs> to dump it out. <laughs> Try to get it out right. the end. So I look for him to have a big season. You know, the Raiders are now the Las Vegas Raiders, brand new stadium. Uh, you know, they got the mad scientists out there. Now, hopefully, his play because, you know, uh, Jason Witten out there now. So watch out for the sabotage, man. <laughs> he ain't going to show you nothing. Try to keep him on the sideline because he get in, you're not getting back out there. I can tell you that. So, Damn. you know, um, like I say, it's surprising, but it's not. But uh, I see this player having a big year as well. I see him having a big, um, you know, he's going to have a big year, not because of Carr. Okay. Because of Marcus Mariota. Book it. Marcus Mariota came from a similar system to whereas, you know, he was, you know, his quarterback, you know, what he did. And so what happened um, after that, you know, came from a system where it's a good running back. Same as at um, Las Vegas Raiders. And watch this, watch the play. He also had a tight end that he made great out there in Tennessee. So same, it's the same formula. So, you know. Are going to get benched? Benched. You get benched before. So that's what I'm like. I'm like, wait, how are people saying he's not going to get benched? He's been benched before. Like, he was a draft over here. You're a draft over there. I'm, it, I don't, uh, yeah. I don't Card new name is the T. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, my number four tight end is Mark Andrews for the Baltimore Ravens. So you hey, shout out early. to DJ Weezy. That's uh, I'll go DJ. You know what I'm saying? You, you missed a clip early in the feed, but uh, shout out to you hanging with us on this Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> so you spoke earlier about, you know, that dual threat quarterback. Um, that, you know, he's always going to take that um, that tight end with him, especially bootlegging out to the side, the tight ends dragging across mm-hmm. or going the opposite direction. And but that, that tight end spot. is always built in for that. Mm-hmm. And so I can definitely see him, you know, I respect him in the top five. I think he can go be he can be anywhere between five and number one, depending mm-hmm. on how that offense evolves over time. Exactly. Exactly. And I had him last year, you know, and it was crazy because um I think uh that was part of my auto draft, you know, and I was like, who the <laughs> hell is Mark Andrews? I'm like, I was ready to I was ready to trade him because I never heard. Him. I was ready to get rid of him. Then I think Todd Heap was still there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, who is this dude? <laughs> and then uh hey, what's that with the jazz? Shout out to you. But then it was like um, this dude week one came and this dude went off. I was like, "Oh, okay, you earned yourself a uh, week two spot." Then week two came and week three came. I said, "Man, this dude is the truth." So then I right. started watching his success. You know what I'm saying? Because everyone is like, you know, become successful, but you got to watch how they became successful, their usage, right. and you know, and he fits the system. Like what you just said, Lamar Jackson gets in trouble. He rolls out the pocket. He rolls here. He rolls this way. Andrews over there, like. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Throw me the ball. So, to me, like you said, he's a uh, top three. You know, he's definitely up there for um, with the tight end spots, right? And my last one, as far as my top five, and you mentioned him earlier that he was your number one, and that's that man Zach Ertz. I don't care if he got four people on him. <laughs> Wentz will throw him the ball. <laughs> right? He doesn't care. <laughs> And I and I, you know, and right now, you know, even though you know he, he he's not a spring chicken, but right now, on the trajectory that he's going, he's definitely a first by that Hall of Fame player. You no, know, he's putting up those type of numbers. You no, know, he right. you no, know, obviously as any player, you know, he has injury from time to time, but when he's in there, he can, he's consistent and he can be counted upon. Right. And he's gonna be that safety valve. He's or he's gonna be that extension of that run game for them. You know, because you know they got. You know, three or four, I think three or four different running backs there. If you got that many, you really don't have a running back. So, so with that being said, that tight end can be the extension of their running game for you. Those short jump offs, and he gonna get yaks. (laughs) He gonna get those all day long. (laughs) Easy, easy. So yeah, I mean, definitely. You know, like I say, I've been a fan of him. Like y'all, if y'all, if we on draft day, you best believe Zach Ertz is coming off the board to one of my teams. And if not. You know, what I'm 
Uh, look, look, my dog, she started talking, barking. She like, uh, Zach, I'm not saying that. But yeah, man, look, we got some good things going. Like, uh, man, I'm all, I'm ready for this fantasy football party. Speaking of fantasy football party, so what are your live draft expectations next Sunday? Next Sunday, uh, Sunday, Sunday. Yes, sir. <laughs> I like how you put that in there. So uh, definitely while we get into this fantasy football piece, want to call out like the changes this year. We are not. We're not giving Yahoo our content. We're not doing that. We're not giving Facebook our content. We are owning our content because we are trademark. All our fancy football leagues are. So everything's going to be from the website. So you can see here, our uh, past champ, you know, that's the big dog right there, Rupe. Lewis from the uh, favorite team in New Orleans. We got the uh, Florida League League champ. Joy, favorite team, Raiders. Shout out to your Connor, minor league champ. His favorite team, uh, Bills, Buffalo. Cash me out league. Champ is pain, of course. You know what I'm saying? He's rocking the uh 49ers gear. And of course, last but not least, is uh the D-League champ, Corey. Shout out to his I won't I will talk over his favorite team. Don't hate, don't hate, don't hate. <laughs> Acknowledge greatness, baby. You know, I'm gonna let you say what his favorite team is. What them damn cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so here, uh, you know, this is where we're going to be actually doing all our commissioner's picks, our bad call of the weeks, and uh, our league news, our game of the weeks, all right here. And this year, you can view all our leagues, and you don't have to be in them. So right here in the D League, I can click here to just view the league. So you see all the play, all the people that's in there. So uh, shout out to everyone that's uh, in our leagues, and to those that have it, you know, fooey on you. Uh, it'd be going down, but the live draft expectations of this year, you know, is always because I'm still one that's big on running backs, you know. So, everyone is like they're trying to get away from uh drafting running backs. Me, I love running backs, so you know, with the exception of Le'Veon Bell, because after that, Le'Veon Bell and uh, you know, what I'm saying, Pittsburgh yeah. ain't been the same, <laughs> it, it, which I knew, you know, what I'm saying, which is crazy, and that shows that you go chasing that bag money, you get left behind. You know what I'm saying? You go out there, do your job, and you know, then you get the bag money. It's like we right. putting, you know, uh, the wagon before the mule, you know what I'm saying? Before the donkey. It's like you, 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 <laughs> you're hustling backwards. So the expectation this year is, of course, you know, I want to um, in all my leagues, but the big league to get a lot of running backs, get running back heavy. So and in the big league, I'm following what you did, uh, Lewis. I'm getting me a quarterback in round one. <laughs> I'm driving a quarterback. Well, so, you got a two quarterback lead. You got to. <laughs> I learned that. Time to get back around, it's gonna be slim pickings, man. <laughs> exactly, bro. Exactly, and that's one thing I had to learn. So, you know, to people that's new in this fantasy football world, definitely, definitely read your league rules because they 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 matter. You know, what I'm saying definitely pay attention to that and the scoring. <laughs> <laughs> so, man. We're about what, uh, like, six days and some hours away from the draft now. Oh, wait, hold on. Oh, yeah, I can I can tell you the the, the time and the hour. And for those how, that, uh, how can you do that? By checking our website. That's yeah, right. You know, so, uh, <laughs> and of course, let me just show that. So here we got uh, from our website. You know, sportstalkingfriends.com. Scroll all the way to the bottom. That's uh, feel free to read our sports blogs. We got. From baseball, basketball, football, they're all there. But, hey, we got here, FFB Draft. Click this link right here. And we got six days, 10 hours, 28 minutes, and 32 seconds till our draft. That's right. Precise. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Shout out to our go DJ J. Weezy. He's going to be on the uh, ones and twos. I felt like a DJ. You know what I'm saying? Go DJ J. Weezy on the ones and twos on uh, Sunday. Definitely a nice Saturday night party last night. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, hey, hey, but don't worry. We got some of that uh, Willy Wonka footage. But, uh, man, you got any shout outs? What are your expectations for this? My track? expectations have some fun, pick a, uh, a championship winning team. Um, I'm going to learn a lot this weekend because I want, you know, Obviously, our thing is is we try to be uh, creative. Ain't no try to be. We are creative. We Same try to kid. push. <laughs> we try to push the envelope. And um, obviously, you know, it's gonna be our first year. It's gonna be live as anything else that we do. 
But then guess what? That just give us more fuel for when we do this next year as well. Mm-hmm. But don't miss it. You don't want to be the person to say, damn, I missed the inaugural live draft. Be a part of it. Yep. Go onto a website. Get in the VIP section. Have some fun with us. And since I'm going to throw this plug in there too now, since you put us out there, this draft party will mm-hmm. just be the start for our every Sunday watch party. That's right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So uh, it's going to be at a draft party, near, you know, watch party near you. Yeah, now, now, for those that are watching this or will be watching this, does your fantasy football group do that for you? Hey, but that's on some hey, VIP members. You know, ain't no stopping us. Nah. <laughs> Well, look, I could definitely get my bag, but it's a dude, Uncle Leroy. Don't say the Leroy without the junior. And until next time, until tomorrow, we be back at it again with another show. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. But I'm out. All right.